Hi, it's your editor, Sean, again, just letting you know that because this wasn't a planned part one and part two episode, there's no actual like intro, so this is just going to go straight into their top ten. So without further ado, here are Ethan and Matthew with their top ten summer anime of 2021. All right, we're back. Tadaima! Tadaima! All righty. <laughs> All right, are we ready to finish summer once and for all? Yes, we're ready to conclude this with the most anticipated portion of our podcast. I think this might be honestly one of the things I look forward to the most in terms of our podcast is when we get to the end of the season and we get to like spill our guts out on, on our on our. Yeah, like, and, we, and we really didn't tell people what was our number one. We just gushed. Oh, no, they, they, yeah. they had to guess, basically. Yeah, dude. Uh, before we do our top ten, we're going to do our honorable mention. Yeah, what's your we third? Had, we had about three. Uh, wait, you go first. I went with a million lives. A million lives. You know what's interesting, too? Out of all the anime, I'm going to tell you the I'm going to tell you what I gave the, my top 10 in terms of numbers, real quick, and I'll go over them again when, when I get to them. Five, 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 three and a half. Although this port, like I said, is four, four and a half. Uh, four, uh, four. Although I haven't graded it yet. I would give this four, though. Four, four, three, 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 four. I gave Million Lives a four out of five, and you would think, why did I give uh, a, a four out of five anime my third honorable mention, which is the thirteenth best anime of the season? Um, I liked re- I liked Million Lives. Million Lives was significantly better. Million Lives two, season two, by the way, I'm talking about Million Lives season two was significantly better than season one. I gave it a four out of five because the the story was really engaging. I, I liked it. Um, I just enjoyed the other twelve anime more. You can, I feel, and I feel like you can give something a good score and give something else a lesser score. But you just enjoyed it better. But you just enjoy it more for whatever that provides versus the other one. I I don't, yeah, yeah, because these aren't like based on quality and rating. It's just what we liked better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I gave gave it a million lines. All right. Uh, Where where were your other two? Um, Oh, you know what? I wanted to go into. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, Detective is already dead. Mm. It, it, didn't make, it, it didn't make the cut for me. It didn't even make the cut for me. It not, uh, at I all. Tried, I uh, there, the, there was some to like to give it that honorable mention at least, but overall, the characters were just bad. Uh, except for Siesta and Kimi together. Yeah. It was a dud. Yeah. And I, not, I did not care much about it. Uh, I will, I will watch season two if there is one, but. I just hope it fucking improves. Like, I, okay, the flashback is over. Let's get to the real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Right, number two for you. Uh, number two for me was Kageki Shoujo. All right. Uh, I gave it to Kageki Shoujo. I mean, at the end of the day, um, Matthew doesn't mind the catty shit. I just, I hate it. I hate watching catty fucking females. I just don't. I, I, I fucking hate it. But the other redeeming parts of the show is the drama that we got at the beginning of the show. The first five episodes I loved because it was full of drama. Um, whether it was the the stalker, whether it was Yamada's eating disorder, um, whether it was um Karu's failed love, um, those all made impressions with me. And then like I felt like the, the second half of the show. It lost steam. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it by any means. I just 
it was indifferent about it. And then the final couple episodes um, with the performances definitely made up for it. And I, I definitely liked the the final three episodes where they had to deal with the with the Shakespeare performances and the performances that we did get from all the girls and from Ando and all of that. And and so as we've mentioned, I and Yamada and Sarasa were the three, and then um, Sawa are the four, I should say, the four most prominent performances that really, really, really stood out uh, as sensational. Um, and so it, that saved it for me. But um, I just liked everything else. Same thing. So I liked everything else more ahead of it. Very good. And mine... I gave that, I'm sorry, I gave that a three out of five. Cool. Gave that right. a three out of five. Solid three. Right. Solid three out of five. Mine is the Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You OVA. <laughs> so we had a discussion about this. Let's preface this, guys. I We had a discussion, and so I didn't pick any OVAs just because I, I just, you know... Eh, but at the I, same- I, I get OVAs, OMAs, they I, they count despite the length. They still are considered the enemy that got broadcast in that season. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I was- like I love Tony Kawa over. Oh yeah, no, I no, I did too. That's why I mean, bro. Funny. If we we're gonna go back, then I, w- I want to go back to fucking spring and fucking give uh, what's it called, Kaki or something. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That no. would have been top five as far as oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That was on there. That probably would be best comedy, but <laughs> <laughs> that single episode did the was one of the most amazing pieces I've seen this year. You gotta yes. be. Oh, That's don't worry. We'll we'll have an OVA category at the end of the year. So. But there aren't that many OVAs that we're watching. I say I know OVA. Yeah, I, we we we've watched a good amount so far. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like an end of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay like, they, we like we can count them as a spring yeah. thing, but at the That's, end of the year we'll count an OVA category. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying like at the end of the season. I was like, what overs are coming out this season? Yeah, no, 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 no. Just, just overall the year. Canabre? Shit. That they that's an OVA. Yeah, that counts. That that will count as one. I don't think that counts as a, as an OVA. No, it's not OBA. It's something else. Hold on. It's a TV short. Yeah, I, there's a term for them. ONA. They're ONA. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, but yeah, that that was mine. Uh, what was your last honorable mention? Honorable mention number one is Realist Hero for me. Um, Again, I liked it. I liked the concept of Realist Hero. The the thing that really just didn't hit was the action. There's not a lot of action, um, which is fine. I appreciated the fact that it was a unique take on Isekai and that it didn't feature much action. It featured a lot of brain power and thinking and scheming and, you know, the, the and the, the things that it did provide, because, again, it does provide a different. Uh, all right, let me back that up. I keep mentioning it provides different aspects of it, but it, it really opens your eyes to what it's like to be a leader. Like people think of like, you know, the president as someone who I can make the, all these decisions. I'm responsible for speaking to, uh, you know, important people about stuff. But when you really break down all the things that the president, for example, again, just as an example, the president has to deal with, you know, you're dealing with economic things, you're dealing with financial things, you're dealing with uh, calamities, you're dealing with um, with with wars and military, you're dealing with, um, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, could you say race relations to a, a tiny extent, perhaps, with... Uh, right. With realist, I mean, did you deal with that a, a lot? A little bit, a little bit, a tiny bit, yeah. So there's all these different facets that Soma had to deal with, and it gives you a, it gives you a real perspective of what it's like when he had an agricultural issue, what it's like when he dealt with the financial issue, what he dealt with when a tragic calamity happened, what it's like when he had to deal with a war. Um, and, and we get in depth looks on how each of these things were processed based off of his things, and I thought that was very unique. Um, but it, you know, it, again, everything above it had some more emotional story or had some more solid action. Um, so that's why I gave it uh, number one honorable mention. Very good. Uh, this one is a full disclosure again. 
if something continues on like it's used in past the previous season, mm. I still count it as that previous season unless there is that three month gap, like a part two ordeal. Mm. But however, this one I could just not ignore. That's <laughs> mm. uh, the, the My Villain Academia arc. Yeah, I put My Hero in my top 10. Uh, like I said, if, oh, if it oh. was like a split up thing, I would have, but I'm just, I just cannot ignore this arc. That's yeah. why it's, that's why it's in my top honorable mention at the very least. To, I, I will just give it that. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. For just that arc. And like it just, the spam of the those four to five episodes. Yeah. We got so much backstory on these villains, especially Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I just felt so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's just they sad. really created sympathy for such a demonic character because he's a fucking, he's a demon at this point, dude. He really, especially with the, uh, the power ups he's going to get. He's right. a fucking, he's a fucking absolute beast, beastly demon, dude. But, and That's they made said, him, like, you have, you're, you're going to have to kill him. Sympathetic as fuck. You made him so sympathetic. Like so many people that we've seen, dude, they're like, oh, fuck the kids. I'm all about, about uh, Shigaraki. Exactly. I, yeah. And then maybe want to see if season six will deliver. I hope it does. I'm very curious to see what the movie, uh, by the way, are you going to, we're going to review the movie, right? I imagine so. When's that coming out? October 29th. I've got tickets already. I'm going with a whole fucking gang of people. Oh, I got, I, I got, I got to buy tickets. Shit. Yeah, dude. It comes out October 29th. Um, right, yeah, I'll be back from, I'll be back from vacation, Ben. So, yeah, so we're going to review it. But the, the point what I was making is that I'm curious to see what we're going to see from there because the last movie they did, um, what was it? Two Heroes? I think it was. That was the last one. No, uh, Heroes Rising. Was it Heroes? All right, Heroes Rising. So that. Uh, according to even though it's not considered canon according to the time frame that's supposed to be done after season five so in theory that has that that arc happens after the the what's it called well i can't you can't even say that because it's supposed to happen after season five but the end of season five is um is basically there in the springtime so it's basically between five and six it's actually after six it's gotta be after six because then they're in the summer of their second of their of their of their second year Right. So well, I'm curious. But the point, my entire point is, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do for that movie and how that coincides with the canon that may or may not be shown um, in regards to that. So we can maybe get a glimpse of what may happen during season six. You know what I'm saying? Right. A potential power up or something like that. So um, yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's get to our ten. Yes. Number, Number ten. Oh, uh, you want me to go first, or you got it? You go first this time. That's all, to do. All, right. That's all to do. Uh number ten, I'm giving it to Realist Hero. Mm, okay. Uh I it almost didn't make it, if I was being honest. But um yeah, I, I, I gave it there because of the potential going forward. Yeah. That, that's fair. I do wish there was more death of certain characters, like they were just looking like a one episode and done. I could just know about him and that's it. Good job. Because we're probably, probably going to get that in season. Exactly. As, as I said, like, but again, it was the fact I was disappointed in that. Uh, I like Soma. He's voiced by uh, Subaru and Senku. So just him being Soma is a, is a, is a treat for me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like I like some of the other characters that were developed, like uh, Alicia, Juna, mm-hmm. Alicia, the Aisha, whatever, whatever the fuck that elf's name is, the whore elf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got all that. Uh, the fights weren't bad, but they were also weak at the same time. But again, it wasn't fo- there wasn't focus on the fights. It was just focused on intelligence and strategy. That's, and that's what that is what we got. Mm. So that aspect I liked. I like the concept. Uh, it is weak right now, but again, the potential is there. So I hope part two fixes any the issues I had with it. Mm-hmm. Make it like 
a more memorable anime going forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so too. I mean, we're only one spot off. I gave it honorable mention number one. You gave it number ten. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Girlfriend, girlfriend. All right. I went girlfriend, girlfriend number ten. Um, it's cringeworthy as I've said before, but not it's not nearly as bad as as um a uh, uh rent a girlfriend or anything like that. Um, again, similar to how I felt about uh, Kageki Shoujo. At the end of the day, like the, the beginning was good. The middle lost steam. I was getting a little annoyed toward the middle. And then the end was just so fucking hilarious. That, that end made it a top 10 anime. Um, a lot of people have this as anime of the season. I don't fucking know how. I have zero idea how the fuck this became anime of the season in certain, in certain avenues of, of the yeah. anime world. But um, it did. But I have it as my number 10 anime of the year. Um, like I said, it was good. I laughed a lot. Um, it's cringeworthy, but not in a terribly like awful way. Um, I hope there's a season two. I'll be definitely watch it if there's a season two. But has um, yeah, we'll see. If you know, I mean, girlfriend could get one this season. Yeah, I mean they didn't announce rent a girlfriend either until like I think it was like what six months afterwards or something like that that they announced the or three months afterwards uh, that they announced the season two. I think a month later. Yeah, they gave it some time, so we'll see. I'm gonna go girlfriend, girlfriend. I hope there is a season two. Um, I'll watch it, but eh, you know everything else above it is way better for me. Gave it a three out of five. All right, uh, number nine. My next life as a villainous, or mm. rudely to Dumax. Mm. I I had high hopes that this could have been higher. This really could have mm. been higher, but the fact that the first half was felt like mostly was mostly filler. Goddamn Baccarina. Yeah, yeah, Baccarina too. Uh, I got so I got no sub- substance in my cake the mm. first half around. But when it mm. did pick up, it was really good though. But again, I think it's a little too little too late. Mm-hmm. But I am excited for year two, basically in the magic in the magic school, like the the college, as they say. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see more about these new characters. I feel like some of the ones in the reverse harem were just there because mm-hmm. in the in season one they were all fleshed out. This one was just Dorado being forward. Keith being making his moves, and then the other ones were just there. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit of a drag, but again, it definitely picked up. Still funny. Uh, Bakari is still Bakarina, and that's really it for that one. Uh, I gave it a three and a half out mm. of five, mm. or seven out of ten, whichever you want to call it. Mm. But that definitely good stuff. But um, again, just a little lower than I wanted to grade it, unfortunately. Fair, fair, fair. Um, uh, the rest of my animes now are fours and above. Uh, my number nine was Tsukamichi. Um, a very underrated anime, as I've said before. Another unique take on 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 an isekai. It, it's basically um, a comedic version of Realist Hero. Um, as I've said before, the show follows... Um, what's his face? Um, uh, God damn it, Makoto. And Makoto is ugly as fuck in real life, but he's summoned to an alternate world one day by a, a goddess. The goddess sees that he's ugly as fuck and is like, no, you're too ugly to be my disciple. Fuck you. Um, I'm going to drop you over in the nether regions of the world, um, and you're not going to be able to speak English, but, you know, hey, you know, we'll let you speak demon, and good luck, motherfucker. And he dropped him, and so the story basically follows how he wants to get revenge, and he becomes he's super OP. So we still get the OP character, and let me tell you, he's very OP. Um, it's a comedy. I laughed not as much as some of the other ones um but just seeing that op action especially at the end what really sold me it was a three out of five for me the majority of the season but the final two episodes really really pushed it over to a four for me um episode 11 with the cold-blooded murder that he committed of the the person who killed um his his friends so so raw so raw so crazy like that's something that you would have seen from a uh 
from a, a, a realist. No, I'm sorry, a um, a shield hero. I think I was supposed to say shield hero before, and I didn't. I'm sorry. Right. I meant to say shield hero. Um, something like shield hero, darkness of shield hero. So, um, anyway, so that episode eleven was crazy, and then that episode, that final episode, the season finale, where he had that crazy all out battle where he had to use all his mana, but it was fucking incredible. Like it was absolutely marvelous to see that action. Um, and that gives me high hopes for season two, which they have announced as well. Um, they have announced, I believe, for 2022. I think it's in uh, summer or fall of 2022. But um, I have high hopes for season two of Tsukamichi because we're going to see that shit. And that's going to be great. Um, so I feel kind of the same way how you feel uh, with that whole aspect of like, we'll wait till the second till they have that second part to see how it shape how it shakes out. Um, but I gave Tsukamichi a uh, solid four out of five. Um, it is my number nine. Of the- All right. Very good. Number eight for me is Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Okay. I like the cringe. Um we talked about it enough. Uh, Nagisa and Sakisaki were a great joy in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely enjoy the time together. It's cringy, but I still, again, I prefer this over Rent a Girlfriend any day. Facts. Uh, three, out of, three out of the four girls were very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, again, even though Shino was more of a side character in this season, she, mm-hmm. was, still, she was still much more memorable. Rika is, she's just a big Teddy streamer. That's all she is. And that's all you need to mm. know. <laughs> uh, Noya, yeah, his creepy eyes, but. His outside, eyes bothered me so much. Outside of so that, much. Worst eyes drawn ever. But I have to admire determination throughout the whole thing, though. No, if we're going to nitpick, if we're going to start going into details and start nitpicking it, I didn't like his eyes whatsoever. They scared me. And his determination is borderline obsession and disturbing obsession. I, I know, but it's like, it's like one of those, like, at the same time, it's like... And he's stupid. God damn. And he's well, stupid. Well, all, all harem MCs are stupid. I mean, he's considerate, which is very admirable, but he's fucking stupid. Let's say I gave him plenty of credit for the for figuring out these ideas and for God's sake, get your libido. I yeah, bro, how the fuck you have a naked girl and you not pop a stiffy? And, and a bunny and a maid. <laughs> and a bunny and a maid and you touch titty and bro, come on. And plenty of straddling. Come on. You're a teenage boy. You should. Oh God, these guys who get masturbated every day, every every ED he masturbates. That's what the ED. <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's so crazy. Yes, it literally, that's all it is. Mm-mm. People that he's paying. <laughs> the Dojin is better than the regular anime, though. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that goes by saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. What is your number eight? Aquatope. Aquatope. All right. Aquatope. People would be surprised considering how much I just gushed about Aquatope. Um, I mean, it's a continuation. So, I mean, it we're going to see how the second half. Higher, yeah. yeah, it could have been higher, but at the same time, everything else, I just, again, I loved everything else more. Um, uh, but question. if it was just this, this one part, would you rate it higher? Or would you rate it lower? Or would you rate it the same? So th- I'm going to spoil my number seven as well because my number seven is my hero. If okay. we're not counting my hero, it would go higher. I wouldn't okay. put it above six through one. I'm saying, like, if it was, I was saying, if it just ended right there with the Aquarian closing. Would it have been higher for you, or would it have been like lower, or to be the same? I would have put Tsukamichi above it. Uh, so, so it would go down, is what you're saying? It would have gone down one if, okay. um, if, if my hero, with Derek if we didn't count, yeah, and if we didn't count my hero, then it would have stayed where it's at, and I would have put Tsukamichi above it. Gotcha. All righty. Well, well, you just spoiled you too, so 
Yeah, I mean, real quick on Aquatope, though. I mean, you know, I I didn't grade it on my actual analyst because it's still going. By definition, it's halfway. I don't start grading things till about three-quarter way if I can help it. Um, I gave, as it stands right now, I really feel Aquatope is a four out of five. Like I said, Tsukamichi on four and fives. Um, Aquatope is a four out of five for me just because of um the story and i i was trying to sell this this is one of the ones i remember i told you i, I told my boss about um animes that i suggested and i i suggested Urmichi. uh i i suggested other ones like cowboy bebop and code kiosk because those are like really really cool and accessible i also uh suggested way of the house husband because it's hilarious and on netflix as well so it's easily accessible for him but if he was going to go out of his way i recommended um or i mentioned aquato because the one thing that i'm truly looking forward forward to is it's becoming the tale of two anime it's becoming a tale of a girl whose dreams were fail and they're unfulfilled and that's a decent story but as we get as we said in the um in the episode 13 review as we go into fall the show is now becoming something i think more powerful um which or at least has the ability to become more powerful and it become and it's the reality of a young adult struggling to adapt to a new job to a new environment to new feelings to new ideas um as any young adult often faces when they're 19 18 19 20 years old um the questions of forever now and because when you think about it right even i don't know i i've always been an older soul so i've always thought of how you know i'm 20 years old i'm 25 years old now i'm 30 i just turned 30 um it's all a drop in the bucket in the microcosm of life but in terms of you know thinking about your future every day that you live once you become an adult you're thinking about you should be or at least you should be thinking about forever in some capacity and so we're going to see that now with fuka and with kukuru um they have yet to, to delve into what fuka's done in the the year or two since um since the episode 12 but um i i have potential i have faith that the potential for that second half and that story to be told will be even better than the first um but as we kept mentioning throughout the season i think aquatope um it really lended itself in terms of like the emotions of um of the, the pain that people felt the pain of failure that fuka felt the pain of loneliness that kukuru felt with losing her her parents and the the place where she grew up and now knowing as we said in the season finale that she had an unborn uh sister and having that lonely non no, like not having a sister um until she met fuka i mean the, that's all really significant um and it's a great story um and so um yeah i gave it a solid four out of five um i can't think of much that i would say that's wrong with the anime as a whole um some parts were slower than others but there was nothing inherently wrong with anything truly i feel so very good uh actually my number seven was aquatope mm, okay what's your number eight yeah. we'll, we'll go into number seven quickly i said my eight Oh, you said you're eight? Okay. Yeah, it was Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, because we were doing it backwards. Sorry, yeah, so seven yeah. is Aquatope. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, seven is Aquatope. Uh, basically, everything you just said, uh, it probably would have been... I probably would have rated it the same if it mm -hmm. ended right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to like, but mm -hmm. again, there's just... The rest were just better. Mm-hmm. So there's, no, there's nothing wrong with this. I, I liked everything At all. about it. At all. So I I still highly recommend it, especially if you if you're into slice of yeah. life and if you like the aquatic life. Yeah. Definitely for sure. 
And you know something? I just talked myself. You mentioned like, oh, if it's ended right there, would it stay the same or lower? And I said I'd put Tsukamichi above that if we didn't count my hero. I, I lied. I'll keep Aquatope where it's at. So it would be one higher if we weren't counting my hero. Yeah, it, it would just be like a bittersweet ending, basically. It would be a bittersweet ending. Yeah, but again, uh, there, there's more to come. and I'm excited. You know what's a shame, though? We haven't talked about fall yet, but there's so many good anime in fall. There's not a chance in God's Green Creation, I feel, that this wins anime of the year. Or it may, if it gets lucky, crack the top five. But there's so many different and fantastic anime that are coming out in fall. It's got a tough road ahead. Oh yeah, time. no, it's probably not even gonna touch fall. Let's, let's... It's not gonna touch fall, but I mean, and that's a shame because it's gonna be. I have real faith that it's gonna be really well, but you know. All right, we will. We will definitely see. Um, again, we talked about this so much. Yeah. Uh, it's still. Yeah. Uh, we we probably would have graded it higher, but again, there's a lot of better stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, my well, number seven, as I mentioned, was my hero. So, um, I mean, so here's all right. Let's break down the biggest complaint, hero. And the biggest complaint is going to be the class versus class that uh, that started during um, during spring. Yeah. Um. You know, I did. I don't even remember. Did I rate my hero in spring? I don't think I did. You put it in the honorable mention. I put an honorable mention. Okay. Um. I but mean, now you, that, but now you're talking about the second half. The second half, and and the second half is significantly better. Not only because of the my villain academia arc that that Matthew mentioned, but um, the very underrated arc of um, of uh, what's his face Todoroki and his family. Um, very very good. Um, and one thing I and I kept mentioning this about my hero is that in terms of action, the first half was mediocre. The second half was outstanding. Six out of five. It was fantastic. But pe- one thing that people are looking past is the the storytelling aspect. I feel not since season one have we had so much meaningful storytelling from the backstory that we got on each villain to the backstory of Todoroki and the healing process that he's going through with his father Endeavor and the rest of his family um, to the one new kid, even in the uh, even in, in the mediocre arc, the one new kid that, they, that is going to join the class with the voice. I forget right. his name. Right. We get his background to a certain extent as well. Um, and so very, very, very deep in terms of storytelling. And then also adding the layer with um, with Midoriya and the Black Whip, Kuro Whip. Um, it, it's not as bad as people are saying. Obviously, the My Villain Academia out, uh, arc will outshine it by a long shot, and rightfully so, not saying anything about that. But um, it's got a lot more than people give it um and like i said in terms of the storytelling of it it's one of the strongest seasons of pure storytelling that you can get as far as i'm concerned um in the entire series thus far and if you can appreciate a damn good story then i don't understand why you can't appreciate this as a solid anime i gave it a four out of five if it was just the my villain academia arc and the Todoroki arc it would have been a five and a half out of five if i could grade it i would have gone melter Full Melter. Yeah. I would have fucking given it. Please old. don't be. Please don't be Melter. No one likes. Meltzer. I would have. I would have been over it, but I would have definitely given it a five out of five. But the mediocrity of the first portion of the arc it gives it a solid four out of five for me. Um, and that's about it. All right. Uh, number six, Sunny Boy. It mm. it, it, it it was close to being a top five, but uh, again, I think that there I there was more questions. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. kind of want to answer like about certain characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the students find war mm-hmm. after they were going to try to kill him? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I want to know more about Aki Sensei. Mm-hmm. 
since she wasn't a real teacher, mm-hmm. a student, because again, only students go into this world. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, it was just that uh, what actually happened to all these students that were not around anymore mm-hmm. at the last episode. Mm-hmm. But and that again, the mystery is there. Some of the characters were enjoyable. The powers or gifts, as they call them, were unique. Uh, I love the backstory on Yamabiko when they were talking about war, like and how he met up with our characters eventually. Mm-hmm. Just that, just the fact that he just went for that, struggling for all that, and just watching the die. And those those tumors, yeah. those tumors are e- Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're grotesque to look at, and it's all that mental scar from everyone. It's like, geez, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, sure. um, but yeah, other than that, it's just focused on personal growth, especially from Nagara. Mm-hmm. And again, it and the zombie dying, it felt so out of nowhere, but it's like, hey, she said she'll come back, and she found she's not, but... Mm-hmm. But all these people are alive in this new separate world, but... Mm-hmm. It's not them. The ones mm-hmm. that we know are gone, mm-hmm. and they had to live with that, and they had to move forward their life with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But definitely, okay, I got a lot. Um, if may, maybe if I enjoyed it more in the beginning, it probably would have been higher. Mm-hmm. The fact it took a little while, I still think it's a great spot, like in number six, despite bad yeah, stuff, definitely, definitely like big I, jump. Like I said before, Sunny Boy is your equivalent to Duke for me, because yeah. Duke made a, a big jump as well for me, and we'll get into that momentarily. Spoiler alert, it's in my top five. Yeah. Um, before I tell my number six, you know what I just realized? Well, I know Benitez is going to be in your top five. Um, we agree on, I think, four out of the, our top five. It's just a matter of order. Right, yeah. Because let me so ask, we... as a quick spoiler, you don't have slime in there, do you? Well, no, because I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have slime in there. So wherever yeah. slime is, I have a feeling Vanitas will be where slime is for me. But anyway, we'll get into that momentarily. Uh, my number six is Boruto. I don't normally, again, it's a continual anime. It's a constant continual. But if we're talking about the arc, it, it's the best arc that they've ever had by a long shot. And like I said, the last like 75 episodes have been fa- to 100 episodes have been fantastic. I've been four out of five to four between four and five. For sure. You know what I mean? Right. I, I I can't stress it enough. But if we're talking just the summer arc, this summer arc was incredible. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, it, I, I by definition, the, uh, the My Villain Academia arc is way better than anything from Boruto. No doubt. Not going to deny that. But again, the mediocrity of that first part of, of My Hero, um, which again wasn't really in summer, but if I'm kind of count the whole anime, um, I gotta look at that. The mediocrity kills it for me, and I puts Boruto above it, because there was nothing mediocre about anything that's gone on through any portion of the summer season for Boruto. Um, it's the strongest it's been, and as I've mentioned before, um, or I tried to mention earlier in the episode, I should say, is that they started fall with a banger because fall starts out with um, Ishiki and Arto in barren mode, and then continues with Kurama's death. I mean, man, you talk about a strong opening for fall! Holy fucking hell, that's crazy. But Boruto is my number six, the highest it's ever been rated ever in my watching it. Um, and I'm so, so grateful that it's gotten to this point where I can vent and I can, you know, go on about it and not everyone looks at me like I'm a retarded person. Only certain people. And those certain people can suck my fucking left nut. 
All right, uh, number five. Let's we're we're, getting into the top five, baby. Duke of Death. Ooh. That is made. This, this, I, I'm going to be real right now. This five is hard. Mm. It could have gone anyway. Mm. I love them all equally, but. Damn <laughs> all. But uh, this went straight to number five. <laughs> uh, I love the romance. I love the growth of Bochan. Alice is terrific. Uh, Kath and Zane are treats. So is Rob. Uh, the scene, the witch's world was great as well for that little bit. They, oh, yeah, uh, she's dead. Uh, go away. Go home now. Mm-hmm. Never returns. Mm-hmm. Don't dig. If you dig, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. And just Bochan confronting the mother at the end after mm. being told no to marry Alice. Mm. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> mm. Like, I was alone. I was going to kill myself. And she was the only one there that was through. And what did you do? You were, get, you were grooming Walter. Mm. So, fuck you. Grooming and not in a bad way. Oh, uh, probably both. Depending on how you want to look at it. Well, arranged marriage. I guess. Yeah. You're just grooming him for marriage. Mm. But... Ah, God damn it. And then he left, and the, and the mom was like, where did you get the balls? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, Alice has been teasing them, that's why, bitch. Exactly. Evan <laughs> Brown, he is it's fucking grapefruits at this point. <laughs> Vince Pickman-style grapefruits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, everything about this worked. Mm-hmm. The, the CG animation for it was beautiful. Music is beautiful. I, I love this type of I love this type of gothic romance done right. Yeah, and this is something definitely done right. Tim Burton, for, for fuck's sake, stop peeking and do this. Yeah, dude, Tim Burton style was fucking amazing. Definitely unique. Um, my number five was Revengers. All right, I gave Tokyo Revengers number five. Solid, solid storytelling. The one knock that we agree upon. Takamichi cries too fucking much, dude. He just yeah. cries too goddamn yeah. much. I just want to punch. Yeah, dude. Like he's worse than Asta. He's worse than Midoriya. He's worse than fucking a lot of characters, dude. That are fucking crybabies. I mean, goddamn. But beyond Takamichi, calm the fuck down. I know, but beyond Takamichi's consistent crying, I mean, the story is it's fantastic. The by the way, spoiler alert: five, four, three, two, one. I've all given five stars for me. So each anime is five stars. Um, but yeah, Revengers, the drama that you get. Um, I mean, they. They said that they based part of the drama on re on ReZero, and you can tell um, with like, oh, I've done it, psych. No, you haven't. Like, I've done it, psych. No, you haven't. I've done it, psych. You might be dead. We'll find out in the next season of ReZero. I'm sorry, of uh, Revengers. It's <laughs> a Ron and Rob show. Well, maybe ReZero too. Yeah, we, as we know, fucking thanks to Marte's fucking punk ass who spoiled it way back when in the group. I, were you in the group when he spoiled it? We spoiled ReZero or. Yeah, he spoiled the first, the beginning of ReZero. He was like, oh, I hate this fucking happy ending. Sappy, sappy bullshit. Ah, it's fucking lame. I oh, want to fucking was not. death and depression. I, I, I was not. Well, oh, let me tell you real quick. Let's sidebar for two seconds. I would try to wrap this up, David. No, man, this fucking cocksucking. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. Uh, this fucking piece of shit cocksucking fucking twit. Fucking go, man, I didn't like the ending. It's so happy, happy. I want to see fucking sadness and death. Man, I don't want fucking happy fucking Subaru and fucking Because it's all about Ram. Who the fuck is Ram? Ram is the most amazing character in the world. And fuck Amelia. I hope she fucking dies. It's so fucking lame. Man, man, man. So then fucking goes. This motherfucker goes. 
And he's like, oh, dude, I spoiled myself. And I'm so grateful I did because all these motherfuckers die at the beginning of next season. Like, bro, the fuck are you doing? And he started going into details. I was like, no, no, I don't want to know shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Nigga, no, 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 I wasn't ready. I think you went bitching, man. Fuck. So, yeah, dude, fuck him. Anyway. What was your five? <laughs> Tokyo Revengers. <laughs> okay, now we're, we're number four now. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> At least I popped you when I was making fun of Mars. <laughs> uh, all right. Remake our life. The best part is he's not going to fucking talk shit because he doesn't listen to it because it's too long. I don't want to listen to you guys talk. I don't right. want you. All right, let's continue. God damn it. It's past 11. God damn it. All right. Four. Remake. Remake. Oh, man. <sighs> it's so great. I tell you, it's so great. I still liked everything. But uh, if, if this was the only season, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be disappointed. I, I'm going to be cockblocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I I hope there's season two. Yeah, I really, but I I know it's negative in Japan despite high votes on all these various anime promoter promotional websites. Fucking no, dude. So Fuck. so it, it's so it's like a fifty fifty, a hard fifty fifty if it's gonna continue or not. You know why? It's because fucking Japanese people want to go back in time so they can change their lives and they fucking can't. So they're fucking. Oh, well, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Some do. We have the isekai. We have the high schoolers that want to get hit with trucks. Yeah, I was going to say, they have the fucking sea truck coon. They're like, me, 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 me. Yeah, well, again, that's the teenagers. Watashimo, Watashimo. Hi, Watashimo. These are adults. So. Hi, Watashimo. Could be different. Hi, Watashimo. All right, shut up. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, me too, in Japanese. I know. That's what I'm saying. Shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, uh, I liked a bunch of the characters, but I still feel like there were some unanswered questions with this, uh, with the power. How, like, why did um, why did she pick him? That mm-hmm. ordeal. Uh, what is mm-hmm. she? Is she human or is she just some girl on some uh, some little lolly on psychedelics? <laughs> <laughs> it's all a, this is all a, a psychotic hallucination. Unrelated to to the summer. Speaking of lolly, I can't wait to talk about the lolly and fucking uh, jobless reincarnation next week. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll get to that. We'll get. Uh, the, the remake our life is just again a, a, a whole thing of psychedelic hallucination. He relived in like an hour. He's like, oh shit, I'm married, I have a kid now. What kind of high is this, bro? Wouldn't that be fucking amazing if the season ends and then we see it's all like a dream from a hallucinogenic mushroom or something? <laughs> to be fair, I hate that cliche so much. The whole it, like, you see it all happens and then yeah. they woke up. That's it. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. That is my least favorite trick. This would have not been on the list at all. It wouldn't even touch the list. <laughs> not even honorable mention. Not even honorable mention. It'd be, it'd be, it would go. It would get that coffee. It would get that Christmas cake. Would it be worse than Would it be worse than a uh, nighthead? Yes. <laughs> it trumps everything automatically for me. Oh shit! If you oh. do that, you're done. I don't care how good you are beforehand. You're done. Oh my god, if it happened, I would equally be as disappointed as I would be fucking hilarious so I can hear you fucking talk about it on the podcast. No, I would scream for hours and oh. not end. <laughs> It'll be a multi-parter part of why men hate remake our life. And why they, the, the oh. Kaiju commits Sudoku for writing it. It would be worse than when we talked about fucking Wonder Egg. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's. I'm a call one dragon basket. <laughs> oh my god, I'm about to get the hiccups because I'm laughing so hard. Uh, that was fucking. Oh yeah, again, a lot of unanswered questions prevented me from going higher, especially in the cliffhanger. But outside of that, it's I think it's I think it's fantastic. Great animation, great characters. I like the whole going back, yeah, just to, just to create this new type of thing. And he le- and he learned from it. So just I'm on top of the world. That's it. No, there's consequences, and he actually experienced those consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a hey, I got a pussy and a kid, <laughs> and he doesn't even remember. <laughs> no, like like he doesn't call Nanako to say hey, you want to catch up? Oh my god, dude! And does, doesn't even try to reach out to Suryuki. He just works with Kasek. Kawasagawa. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck Shino when I get home. I wish there was I wish there was a doujin of him fucking Shino. I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, uh all right. Know. What where's your number four? <laughs> I got hiccups now. Son of a bitch. Uh number four. Duke of Death. All right, very good. Duke of Death climbed. So let me tell you, <clears throat> if it wasn't <clears throat> for the final two episodes of that season, final three episodes, but mainly the two, it would have been probably five. I would have put Revengers above it. Um, but with Duke. Everything you mentioned, and again, I, I'm a sucker, as you know, for a good love story. I'm a sucker for romance. I'm a sucker for just the, the principle of that ride or die um, aspect of yeah. of real, true love. Just bearing it all, willing to sacrifice it all for the sake of your love, having that love reciprocated, the pain of not being able to touch and embrace the person you love and dealing with that, and yet being so, <clears throat> like, so um determined um to be able to see if they can break the curse to have these time frames and and seeing how one person's love is rallying everyone rallying walter who hated him rallying viola who was annoyed with him um having the support um because he's so such a good person even though he was in such despair um with like with rob and seeing someone who's so down for the cause like alice it's special and then as the surprise that we saw from <clears throat> from uh from duke excuse me um with from duke with the fact that dalith is most likely the person who cursed uh bochan and dalith is also holding the corpse of alice's mother completely utterly shocking um i mean mix that in with the fact that they have the they have the 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 book that they're gonna go through in season two that's already been announced that um zane has um with his power <clears throat> i mean it's setting up for an incredible season two. I hope it really capitalizes and it really hits its mark. I'm praying it does. Um, but yeah, those final two episodes definitely vaulted at Duke from being good to being great. I have it four stars throughout the entire like season, basically. And then that last two episodes, it vaunted it to a five. It was incredible for me. And I, I felt such good emotion um <clears throat> when i watched those last two episodes i was like fuck man it's a dream it's a literal dream to have someone like that and like we said before no matter who you're into what you like who you like you want someone like an alice you want someone like a bolchan you want that type of relationship because that's absolutely real and if you want to see an anime with a real relationship you can look no further than duke of death and as I said before, and like you said, I should say, um, everything with the animation style, the CGI being unique, the Tim Burton-esque vibes, um, the music, the ED, the OP, um, every single aspect of this show was phenomenal. The comedy, the etchiness, um, it's it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and they're adults, which I didn't find out till later on. Like, I thought they were yeah. like, they were teenagers. I thought they were like 14, 15, 16. No, they're 18. This is an adult love. 
this is absolutely something that people that complain, especially people that complain about, like, oh, this doesn't have anything to do with adults. It's always about teenagers. Da 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 da. Here you go. Perfect example of of rom com with real romance with funny comedy that has to do I- with adults. That's everything you should want. So can't speak hi- highly enough. The only the only thing is the top three that are my, you know our top three are just that much better. All right, number three, Kagaki Shoujo. Hmm, that's crazy. I picked it as the number twelve, and you picked it as number three. Well, I get. I liked it a little more, more differently than you did. A little, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I get. I liked it more than you did. Yeah, clearly. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, buy me dinner no, first. No, 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 screw it. Get it ready. Oh, it's your dinner ready. Number three, Koi Kimo from Spring. Fuck you. Koi Kimo. <laughs> Fuck you. That's Smite Ethan. Oh, my God. What did you... I gave it... Did I give it an honorable mention? I think I did give it an honorable mention. What did you name Quirkimo? Uh No, it was an honorable mention. Honorable mention? It me. was like the number one honorable mention. Yeah, mine was like number three. All right, whatever. Keep on going. I'm sorry for interrupting. Anyway, we're going back. We're going back. Go ahead. Uh, again, I like the drama of it. I like... The, again, I used to do... I used to do theater for a semester or two, so I liked yeah. seeing all that. It felt good. I like theater. My cousins do theater. Exactly, yeah. I, again, I love the theater aspect. I liked... The struggles that the, some of the girls were going through, even though it didn't pick up as much for you, I still got it from some, especially Yamada, especially I, yeah. and then Sarasa finding her identity. And again, I love the acting, all the acting scenes. Yep, great. And then again, the the, the Yamada singing is great. Mm-hmm. And there's a potential for a second year, which I really hope that is the case. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but again, I I got I got enough for this type of genre because I don't watch too much shojo. Mm-hmm. But when I do, that I usually get a good. I usually get good vibes, like fruits baskets and mm-hmm. say I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yesterday for me, or sorry, sing yesterday for me. That type of thing. I like mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I, I I get good vibes all the time. Like they're like a rare treat for me in a sense. Yeah. As I don't go on my way to watch a bunch of them, but when I do watch them, I'm hardly disappointed. Yeah, it's another one with uh, Kageki Shoujo. Okay, I like the I like the theme of it. I liked like the good chunk of the characters. Uh, I like that it's an all, it's an all girls school. I think if it was just a boy girl thing, I think it would be just a generic thing. Mm-hmm. So there was plenty of like I guess I understand some that you did not like or didn't like as much, which I think I completely understand, but. Okay, I, I just enjoyed it more. So what was your three? I'm going to guess. I know. I think I know, but tell me. <clears throat> Urumichi Onisan. All right, good. I called it. And you called it number three. Because, I mean, I basically told you what my number one and two were going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so. You knew. I mean, you know, I can already tell Vanitas is going to probably be your number one, but I won't. I'll let you tell us. Anyway. <clears throat> um. Yeah, Urumichi Onisan was number three. The comedy of the season. By a long shot, as far as I'm concerned, um, if you ever feel depressed and lonely about circumstances um, beyond your control or shit that you failed on, um, watch Uramicho Nissan. You'll feel personally attacked because it'll basically seem like it's talking to you. <laughs> but um, it no, does. it does talk to you. No, in all seriousness, though, the hilarity of it is the fact that you have kids that are pointing out to the Onisans how like fucked up their lives are, and that's absolutely hilarious. Um, I mean, there's so many different parts that are hilarious. The fucking dick boss, the fucking side characters, 
um, that work in the office, like the office intern and the office writer and the office uh, makeup artist who's a dude. <laughs> um, um, I, those are just three off the top of my head. And then each character gets its own focus on how um, how fucked up their lives are, whether it's someone who has a, a sister complex with their dog, a dog complex um, with Takeru, um <clears throat> to uh, what's her face? Who's the girl? Who's the girl from Urumichi? The girl? I forget her name. Utano. Utano and Nissan with fucking not getting married um, and wanting to be married, which I, I that's a, a common trope, but a, a very accurate trope, to uh, Kumatani and the other guy. Who's the other guy? Ikiteru. Ikiteru. Oh, no. Um, no. We're, we're talking about the guy that gets abused a lot. No, that's that's uh, Kumatani. Who's the other guy? The guy who's like very straight, straight, straight laced. No, that is Kumatani. Oh, Kumatani is the... Yeah, who's the guy who gets abused a lot then? Uh, Usahara or Toby Kichi. Usahara, you know what? That is my supporting character of the year. I said, I said, I thought it was the opposite way. That's why I said Kumatani. No, Kumatani is the, the cool, level-headed one. The one yeah. that's used is Toby Kichi. Yeah, Toby Kichi is my supporting boy of the year. So let's. Let's be Yeah, he has a coven. He's you. He's you. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it sometimes, right? Maybe that's why I identify. Yeah. No, but each character it has the their their place they all have their hilarious moments especially uh tobikichi and then of course uramichio nissan with just all the the shit that he goes through all the all the the feelings that he feels about his shitty 31 years on earth and <clears throat> all that uh it's great absolutely hilarious um it, again another anime about adulthood and about the the shortcomings that adults often face and feel and it's you know they're not the the, the, the biggest magnitude they didn't fuck up they didn't you know have a uh, a sexual assault case or anything like that it wasn't a murder or anything it's just you know the silliest shit um but it, it the silliest shit is often the most funny shit and that's what uramichi was consistently day in day out week in week out fucking funny um it is up there it's it's up there in terms of some of the best comedy that I've, I've ever seen um it's not to me the how the level of uh way of house husband it's not the, the level of um of uh what's it called uh konosuba um but it's up there you know especially uh what's it called uh ikatero and his uh, dick jokes fucking hilarious loved it every time there was a dick joke Pocket i died laughing cheap <laughs> cheap <laughs> i love it <clears throat> even his laugh Fucking hilarious. So that's uh, my number three. Uh, my number two is also Urumichi Sad. <laughs> ah, so we were, we were close. We were close. Ah, we, we, this by one. But um, I this was close to being number one. This yeah. really. I know you were debating it. I know uh, it was it was so hard. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Got him. Uh, uh, this this again. This if you're a millennial struggling to your life is over again, you will feel called out every single time. And you deserve all with all these lessons, like Ethan said, even just the songs from Ikitero and Utano. They were so ridiculous. That was one of the things. If I could pick something I didn't really particularly care for, sometimes were the songs. So they were just so out of this fucking world. It's a very small nitpick because they were most of the time they were funny, but some of them were just so fucking out of this world. I'm just trying to figure like, did the director write them or did they just sing them by themselves thinking it would be okay? This is okay for children. I would love to ask the fucking. How did you come up with the songs? Were they, you know? I no, but yeah. okay. Uh, Toby Kichi, Kubatano, Ikateru, Utano, Michi, mm-hmm. Greats. Uh, Kikaku is a fucking nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, he's super fucking nuts, bro. That's the office intern. He's super for marketing. Absolutely insane. Uh, I love him, but like Jesus Christ. 
Absolutely not. Uh, but you, outside of the depression and comedy, you really get those genuine moments, where, especially when the kids tell Urimichi that they appreciate everything he's done. Yeah, I was. Gonna, it, it, it gets so cute. It really. I, is. I, I forgot to mention that, in that even though we have a lot of hilarious, hilarious moments, there's also a lot of real moments in terms of like dealing with failures, dealing with struggles, dealing with, you know, the the, the principle of growing up. Because it's two opposite polar opposites. You have people that are grown and miserable, kids that are youthful and innocent, and yeah. <clears throat> as much as they hilariously bridge the gap between the two, um. There's a few, there's several moments in in the series where you know there's a sober somber reminder of of the pains and the realities of growing up and how the kids should you know in most instances just enjoy their youthful exuberance enjoy the memories enjoy the trials and errors um because of the fact that the, those help define your character help define who you are help you figure out who you want to be what you want to be where you want to be and it's all significant and so as much as you'll get the funny problem proverbs um you also get the serious proverbs and and that's a great life lesson for people that could use that i you know there are a couple quotable moments on urimichi that shocked me throughout the hilarity that was like wow I, f I felt that that was not just from like a personal level of being attacked because it's funny but um on a serious raw note i mean yeah totally dude <clears throat> all right number two for you slime really Slime. You switched it. You swindler. I did switch it because you know. Yeah, I'll, heel turn. I'll gush about my number one, which I already everyone should figure out by now. As I kind of spoiled Matthew's number one. We've talked about yeah, them for so much. <laughs> it was kind of obvious at this point for us what our number ones are going to be. But I switched it. I said I was going to be slime number one, but I think I put slime too, just because number one had more a more powerful story. That because you know me and, and slices of life and yeah. powerful stories. But I mean slime from beginning to end action story um animation superb everything was superb hilarious uh jokes uh hilarious references with the as matthew said with the kamehameha and um all, all the other shit from all the other different animes that i'm forgetting now but um it was fantastic and uh, one of the i was gonna say one of the fights of the year with rimaru and Clayman, um at utter destruction which is what everybody was looking forward to the most um his uh, everything about slime is just so spectacular um i can't wait to see what they do with the movie is the, do you know if the movie's gonna be canon or not i don't know depends it's coming, it's coming out in basically uh september 2022 yeah so we have a year till it comes out i can't wait till it comes out um, but yeah, in terms of this season, it was absolutely spectacular. Every character means something, whether it's Gabata, whether it's Shinon, whether it's um, fucking, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Veldera, um, the demon lords with Milium and Carrion and, and all, all, everyone. You can, each character means something in that anime. And then, you know, a lot of people talk shit about the Slime Diaries, which I had talked about um, during the spring, uh, when it was out during spring. But if you watch Slime Diaries, it helps. It, it's there. And I think that might be the purpose is for you to give you to give you more character investment. Sure, it's lighthearted, not much action, a lot of comedy. But for what it's worth, um, it just, you know, it gives you more appreciation, more character depth, more to invest in the character. So when they do something or they they grow or anything like that, it means a lot more. And so I got plenty of meaning from um, from slime. And I was thoroughly, thoroughly satisfied. I, one of the things I, it was one of the low key things I look forward to every single week because I knew I was going to get either great story or tremendous action or both. 
and it, it delivered in in the utmost. And I was very grateful that Slime did. All right, very good. Uh, the ice cream cake that Ethan spoiled like a dick. <laughs> case study of Anitas. This I'm surprised you put it as number one. In all sincerity, I spoiled it kind of as a joke, but in all seriousness, I know you cl- you loved Urumichi throughout the entire season. Um, and yeah. I mean, I know you loved Vanitas for many different reasons, but I never once got the inclination that you would put it number one. I there was a lot to love about it. Like animation's great. I love the music. O P E D just scores mm. in general. Mm. Uh their visual apparatus is beautiful. Mm. Uh, again, Vanitas, no, Jenna, Domi, that whole four the whole four way couple thing. I, I like the characters. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Uh when the action is there, there's actually good. Uh, mm. Roland, uh, he was close to being my favorite side character. Mm. You get a little again. It's a different vampire thing. Like it's an interesting type. It's just killing mm-hmm. them. It's just wanting to save the vampires. Mm-hmm. And you're finally putting two to, two and two together because when at the at the end of the first episode, you talked about no talked about how he killed Vanitas, mm-hmm. and now you find out from the from the last episode. What could have caused it when uh, he got bit by that other vampire, Ruford? Mm-hmm. That was because again, like you had to follow the, this one command, and that for all we know, that's probably that one command mm-hmm. to kill Vanitas. Mm-hmm. And again, just the pain of these characters, the backstories, well, the what of what you do know of Vanitas, but the stuff you know from No, mm-hmm. you got to take it in. I uh, got like his uh, adopted brother got killed in front of him by his teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, God, geez, God damn this. Hmm. But a, a lot, it definitely ended on a high note. And for part two, when it comes out in January, I am very excited for it. Mm. But again, th- again, there's a, so much to like more mm-hmm. than Urimichi. That's why I gave it. They're, they're, mm. if, I, if, I, if I was able to pick two number ones, it would be them. But mm-hmm. we got to pick one because there ain't no participation trophy shit. Fuck that. I feel that. Bite the bullet. So I said Vanitas. And the very, very close for Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Tell me your essay. <laughs> Hold on. Right. So real quick. So someone else can talk shit about me? Question mark. Me? Question mark. Yes. Anyway. All right. So surprise, surprise. Remake was my number one. It was close. I like I we had mentioned. I put slime. I wanted to put slime number one because I just loved it. Everything about it was, was sensational. But um yeah dude i mean when it boils down to remake i agree with everything you said in terms of some of the question marks um it's a low-key five for me um like slime solid five urimichi solid five duke is low-key because it bumped from a four to a five and i would consider remake um a low-key four out of five in all sincerity but you also enjoyed it a little bit more you enjoyed it more I, you know and also no i was gonna actually say you want to know something i enjoyed slime more than i enjoyed remake which is why i was considering putting slime as number one the reality of why i put remake number one is as i mentioned before i'm just a sucker for like stuff that touches my heart and you would think that a show that's based off of being able to travel back in time um it shouldn't touch your heart that much because it's unrealistic um i recognize that it's just as i've said plenty of times throughout this season like you know from a personal note there's so many things that i wish i could go back and change about my life and i'd totally be okay with giving up everything i have a nice job i've got okay friends you know i've i've got fucking 152 pairs of shoes worth upwards of over ten thousand dollars i won't give you the exact amount but you know i have a nice cat 
I've got good family that's always been there for me. Um, I, I've lived through some great experiences. Um, I would, and there's plenty of times if I can go back, I would give it all up. I don't give a fuck. I would give it all up if I could go back and change my life from around probably freshman year of high school. I'd just relive my high school days, just knowing what I know. You know, that's the thing. There's a caveat probably of if you went back, you wouldn't be able to take what you know. And then, you know, I probably wouldn't go back. But if I could, like Kyoya did, I would do it in a heartbeat. And I wouldn't, you know. I'm not as definitely not as um, as wholesome as Kyoya. I definitely would take advantage of it and profit on it and do things. And that would fuck me up for sure. I'm sure if it, based off of the what we've learned from remake. But um, just in general and just in terms of some of the things, whether it was meeting certain people, whether it's acting a certain way, whether it's choosing a different profession. Um, I mean, I who knows if I would have even loved anime. You know, what I mean, like in a perfect world, I would have loved to have seen anime. I would have learned to have like learned Japanese sooner. You know, what I mean, I don't know. Um, there's so many different layers to my life that I wish I could go back and change or I wish I could have experienced more beforehand or anything like that. But I, I realize it's not realistic. But when I see stuff like remake, it, it tugs on the heartstrings of my soul because of the dreams that I have in terms of being able to go back. And that's something that will always win out for me. Things that tug at my heartstrings, t- things that tug at personal experiences or trauma or or um things like that and so i put remake number one because throughout the season you know i just there was so many like just seeing him relive this future i I felt like i was somewhat living vicariously through him at times you know and i i love that aspect of it um you know we can look at the negatives like you said in terms of you know hopefully it doesn't stop the japanese people i'll never understand why they don't like this um you know things like that so i'm hoping there's a season two but uh, as we've mentioned the music is really good the animation is top notch i remember being absolutely blown away i think it was episode one or episode two when they're under the uh the purple the purple tree um the same tree i think that's also um in uh in demon slayer um but they're under the light in that purple tree um, and, and I was mesmerized, and that was when we first saw Shinoaki and Kyoya. Um, the love triangle between Kyoya and um, Shinoaki and um, and Nanako is really good. Um, the confession with uh, with Kanesagawa at the end, impactful. Um, him being a, a good husband, adapting to the reality of oh shit, I'm married. And I have a I'm a father and him adapting to that so quickly and being genuine with his wife and child. Spectacular. Um, I mean, there's so many different things I could go on about the season that I liked. Um, but the main thing I always say is just the, the reality of like wanting to go back and not being able to and being able to see that and see how that's progressed. It, it tugs at me, at least from a personal note. And so, you know, that's why I. I put it number one. I, I, like I said, honestly, I didn't enjoy it. I don't think more than slime, but it just means more to me. And anything that right. I can find meaning to me, I'm always going to appreciate more than something that I can look at just as just uh, an entertainment anime. If I can learn something, if I can feel something, if I can express myself through watching something, if I can relieve myself of stress and and internal like struggle through watching an anime those will always be the top-notch anime for me no matter what i watch or no matter what is hyped so um that's why i chose remake number one at the end of the day all right and with that summer is officially over we're We're gonna take one more commercial break and when we come back we're gonna talk about our fall quickly talk about our fall lineups for next week and we're going to close out stay tuned are we 
Are we? I figured we'd hold off on that because we have plenty of things that are coming out that we haven't even haven't started yet, dude. No, we're just say what we're gonna watch. I mean, I wasn't gonna go through the list, but if you want to, we can. That's fine. Well, we, we did that. We did that for the last one. You're also forgetting we did promise for several weeks now. We have some news about the future of the show. Oh, for our fall list, we do have some news about the future of the podcast. I wanted to nope. end the show with that. I wanted to end right. the show with that. All right then. Little t- tease him a little bit more. All right, fine. All right, fine. Then before that, uh, next week we're gonna start fall. But we're gonna tell you what we are going to watch. Uh, mm. We're not we're not giving details. We're just gonna list them down. Ethan, you go first. God, I have to find the fucking list because I wasn't prepared. All right, fine, list. I'll go. You. I mean, I mean, dude, I know I can. It's not that difficult for me because I'm pretty good with fucking analysts. So, uh, Scarlet Nexus, Aquatope, and Boruto, as we already know, are continuals. So far, what's come out as of this recording, um, now going on almost Tuesday, October the 5th, um, we're both watching Ganabre Doki-chan, which is an etchy short, uh, TV short. Um, or do you want to go over what, what each of them co- consist of? Or not yet? Uh, no. All right, the, we'll, we'll do that when we actually talk. We're just talking about the title. Okay. Okay, so we got Ganabre Doki-chan, um, Mashoku Tensei, which is fucking fantastic. 86 second season, which is even better. I can't wait to gush about 86. I hope that the second episode continues what I saw in episode one, and if it does, oh, good God, I am so ecstatic for 86. That is, I'm going to fucking, woo! All and right, then, um, and then um, uh, Miracle-chan has also come out, which is creepy and etchy as well. So um, those are the ones that have come out thus far. Um, other ones that uh, we are going to watch that are going to come out, um, I'll basically go over a lot of them that, um, that uh, what's his face, that uh, Matthew's going to watch as well. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Um, We'll 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 review when that comes out, whenever that comes out well, for us well, in we, America. We, we, probably, we, we won't get it till twenty twenty two. I know, but it comes out in the fall, so it's worth mentioning. Uh, Demon Slayer doesn't come out till December. It's the most anticipated anime of the of the year, I think. Well, but we will be watching the first episode because that's original yes. outside the movie. Yes, and we will bring the review for you on that. Um, Comey can't communicate comes out, I believe, on October twenty third, which is Saturday, October twenty third. Um, yep. can't wait to watch that. JoJo comes out in December as well. We will. Watch that. So that'll uh, be that'll be in our winter reviews, most likely. Yes. One of the most anticipated um animes that's dropped in a while from the creators of Death Note, Platinum End. Um, I'm very intrigued, very high expectations from plenty of people in regards to this. So we're gonna be watching that together. The Sorta Online movie comes out in Japan on October the third. And as we mentioned last week during our news and notes, it does come out December the third here in um I said not October third, I'm sorry, October thirtieth is when it comes out in Japan. But um December third is when it drops here in America. Um so we will review that in December as well, give you a full uh breakdown on that. Um I think you're watching Blue Period. I'm not. Uh, uh it, it mine is going to be a maybe you're a maybe on blue period okay yeah um i'm watching 86 as i mentioned miracle china mentioned talked op is another one um that is got high expectations it's a studio mappa i believe production um and i believe it's mappa and madhouse if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. um two of the biggest creators uh for uh jujitsu kaisen attack on titan um so again a lot of expectations for that one uh we'll be watching that together world's finest assassin is another one we'll be watching together 
um that's got some potential as well i'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out world ends harem is another one that has a lot of a, a lot of attention on it because it's of its etchy nature um it's supposedly sim- in some ways similar to the etchiness that we see in um in redo of healer of all things which oh boy is going to be absolutely incredible. We know we won't get a full version on that because it's going to be on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll will 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 censor it. So if it's going to be that etchy, um, it'll be quite censored. But there's an actual story to this, unlike for some of the other ones. So um, it's got potential for that. Um, I've got so far uh, Fairway Paladin. That's another one um uh that's on my list uh banished from the hero's party is a funny uh isekai that looks like it has plenty of potential so i'll be watching that um my senpai is annoying is a nice rom-com um that will be out um star wars visions is out as well i i'm on the fence on star wars visions i'll get to it eventually uh but for now i'm not watching it anytime soon um so my senpai is annoying funny rom-com that comes out i believe uh this coming weekend so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing that one of the most anticipated ones from matthew and i is the second part of way of the house husband that comes out also actually we 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 could uh we could actually fit we could actually finish and review it next episode (laughs) when does it drop um a couple days it drops in a couple days yeah we can over seven we could try and binge it and see. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if it's like it's five episodes, if it's like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes again, yeah, we could finish. Is it only five episodes? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can spend some time then. Way yeah, the house and, up, so we'll and, that. We'll, and we'll get it out of the way. <laughs> we'll get it out of the way. Um, Ganabre Doki-chan, we already mentioned. Um, I'm not watching it. Matthew may watch it. There's another movie, Forgiven, um, the Yaoi musical. Yeah, the... Um, and- yeah, the OVA, yes. I will be yeah, watching an o- that. An OVA, yep. So there's that. Um, Sing a Bit of Harmony is a movie, I believe. Um, uh, I think we're getting that in January. Yeah. It, no, it says 23 days from now is when it drops. Well, in Japan. In Japan. Yeah, we'll see when yeah, we yeah, get that. I, I, I think we're getting it early 2022. I would love that. Um, the one that I had mentioned when I mentioned Duke of Death, um, there's an uh, anime. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Taisho Otome, Fairy Tale. And... I read that and I'm looking forward to it because of the fact that it has to do with a downtrodden boy who's shunned by his family after breaking his arm. He's no longer the heir of the family. It's set in the 1920s. His father, feeling pity for him, buys him a wife. And the wife becomes a ray of sunshine in his dark soul. Uh, The guy went from plotting his death to plotting a future with the woman. And it it sounds just like Duke of Death. So I can't wait to see that. Um, Baki Hanma is another one that's coming out. It has come out already. It came out September 30th on Netflix. Um, I have not watched it yet. I don't know when I will, but I will watch it. Um, It's tough for me to want to watch Baki after the atrocity that they had for the second half of that season two uh, from the previous season, I should say. But we'll give it a go. See how that goes nonetheless. And as I go on, I took Tesla Note off. If I hear things on Tesla Note, I will watch it. Um, Deji Meets Girl was one that I was interested in, but I don't really feel like watching it on YouTube otherwise. Um, it's not on these, so I'm not really going to. And it's only two minutes long, so I'm not going to yeah. put much effort into that. Um, and I think that's it for me. As you can tell, we have a lot of titles this season. Yeah. There's upwards of, like, I think 18 titles, perhaps. Yeah. Um, that we're going to be watching 18 to 20 titles, which will put me on par with, was it, I think it was winter the previous year or yeah. where we had a fuck ton of titles. And so far winter this year looks to be pretty clear, although we're going to have a lot of major titles. Um, yeah. But in any case, um, we got right. a lot of work. Uh, uh, for me uh, again, blue period is a maybe 
We will see. Mm. Uh, Mushuka Tensei Part 2 mm. is great so far. We'll talk about that next week. A mm. uh, uh, Hieke story, that uh, that Chinese anime with the uh, that yeah. tra- a trailer showed you. Yeah, it it's three episodes in and it is great so far. Mm-hmm. I, I'm loving it. Ryoko-chan is one. Uh, funny so far. I'm not getting the scary yet. Uh, but we will see. Uh, the Night Beyond the Tricorner Window is the Yaoi anime. Uh, it is... Um... <laughs> I'll get to it Monday. Hold on, what one was it? Uh, the Yaoi one. The Night Beyond the Tricorner Window. The mystery oh, one. Is the it, yeah, mystery. I was going to say, isn't it, it, it's got, is it full Yaoi? Or is it like... Just got the uh, yaoi undertone. The innuendos is there so far, but yeah. it's definitely a yaoi, and the innuendo jokes feel a little forced. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm not sure how it'll go. Uh, from the poster, I expected this to be a little darker. Yeah, I would think but so. But it's not so far, but I will give it a chance to see how it goes. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Demon Slayer, I don't have to worry about till December, so that saves me some time, saves me some space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Komi-san can't communicate. Uh, we are going to get that near the end of the month. I've been looking forward to this one for quite some time. Uh, I would love to see Lupin the Third Part 6 if I know where to find it. Because I love Lupin the Third. So i got to figure out where that can go for that. Uh, this one is a maybe. I'm not sure yet. Uh, Ranking of Kings. Mm. It looks interesting. So I'm going to wait till there's reviews for that. Platinum Ed is a, was a must. I had to see it. It looks interesting. The same people that made Death Notes. Yep, yep, Despite yep. the end of the Death Notes. Uh, the Faraway Paladin looked great from the poster, so I got intrigued. Uh, World's Finest, World's Greatest Assassin. The premise is there, so I'm curious to see how this goes. Uh, my Senpai is annoying. Uh, I think I should, I think I talked to that, to that one about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, uh, it, look, it looks funny. It looks like a Uzaki-chan, in a sense, but this time not college. Uh, World <laughs> and Harem. It's definitely one mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. to get the etchiness off. Got to bust your etchiness. Uh, Tact OP Destiny uh, looks great. I think this one could be the show stealer for the season. It's got uh, really, but it's got potential, dude. The animation looks stellar, and the story. We'll see how it goes, but it's definitely got some real potential for that. Yeah. Uh, Visual Prison. It's an original anime. It's a supernatural. Uh, it looks it looks unique, so I am going to give it a whirl. Mm. Uh, Aquatope, obviously, Core 2. Uh, I'm scrolling. Oh, uh, wait, the house husband. We're gonna we'll be talking about that next week for sure. Uh, Super Crooks, I need more details on that. So, but um, it's probably gonna be a yes. If it's if it's the same people that did Great Pretender, then hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Um, is that on here? Where's Super Crooks? Uh, it's know. gonna be on Netflix. It's an ONA. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it's on, it's on, uh, thing. Yeah, it's, it comes out November 25th, so we got time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have right. it. Yeah, definitely, have definitely the given OVA. Mm. Uh, sing a bit of harmony when it comes out. Mm. Same with Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. And of course, Genbari Doki Chan for my for my other short. Ganabre, Ganabre Doki Chan. Whatever. <laughs> uh, again with uh, Demon Slayer and JoJo. That's in December. It'll be considered winter, so I'm not worried about that till then. Uh, I believe that is it. That's quite a bit of titles. And uh, before we close it, should we get ready for the announcement? Um, all right. The big news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I had to sit up for this. I'm sitting up and facing the computer directly right. while I say uh, this. Don't worry. We're not leaving. 
much to your, your chagrin. Pop, despite your popular request, we ain't leaving. Nope, we're not leaving. So here's all right. I want to break this down and preface this by saying that Matthew and I, we love watching new seasonals. Matthew has been watching anime significantly longer than I have. And so he's seen a lot of the classic stuff. I myself haven't seen much classic stuff. Right now I'm doing a small binge of Cowboy Bebop for the first time. So I'm watching one episode a day. I didn't get a chance to watch one today, but I'm doing one episode a day basically so I can try and finish Cowboy Bebop. There's a lack of knowledge from my side, if I'm being candid, of a lot of classics. Um, but from what we noticed specifically in our group, because at the end of the day, as much as we created this podcast for the world, ideally, it was originally made for our group, Eat the Cake Anime. And a lot of people in that group just don't give a flying fuck about any seasonals. They either refuse to invest time. They either don't have the time to invest in new animes or, or, or they go for the basic uh, shonen or they go for basic popular shonen um, or stuff that's like super duper uber talked about, you know, which is mostly shonen. So uh, there's a discrepancy from that standpoint. However, um, as based from Matthew's um, special episode with his buddy on evangelion um there's a lot a lot of popularity and a lot of people care about the old shit the shit that is you know from yesteryear um the shit that people consider classics the shit that people will never forget even though i'm sure there's other animes that may top them in some capacity you know not saying names or anything but just you know there's as far as i'm concerned there's definitely anime out there for a good portion of people that are like oh this is timeless and eh, maybe not so at least that's my perspective right. from someone who watches uh, right. consistently new anime so with that said we uh, are going to do a secondary series yes uh starting in november are we going to start in November? I didn't know if we had to start it yet. I, I, I would say sometime next month because we're definitely not going to do it this month. <laughs> no, we're definitely going to. Well, I mean, fucking the first two weeks of November, I'm, I got family coming in the first week. I've got EDC. Then, then, then maybe in 2022. No, it'll happen. It'll happen. Maybe in December. We'll see. We'll figure we'll it out, see. but it's coming we'll soon. See. We're going to have basically a second show and it's going to focus on two things. It's going to focus on older discussions because at the end of the day, um it leads into the second thing and that's we want guests we always talk about guests we always talk about fans um we want you guys to participate we do this show for you guys and so as you can tell with listening to our podcast we go on we go on and we go on and we go on and we go on about fucking about certain shit so um rather than try and have a four-hour podcast if we try to include seasonals and conversations we're going to break it down into two shows our first show will be the same weekly show we're only going to break down all uh, the weeklies and as you can tell from fall season we have a lot of weeklies to break down so it's going to take a lot of time yep. um so we're going to basically just do that and that alone um the second show will have guests we will try our hardest to bring guests on um we're going to create a guest sheet so we'll try and bring you on we'll have an uh, idea of what you want to talk about yeah, basically whatever your favorite is if we have seen it we will talk about it yeah. or we just or we just hear you gush about it uh There'll be certain times where we want to talk about certain topics. Uh, mm -hmm. We're definitely going to have a Cowboy Bebop episode to commemorate the mm -hmm. live action series. Mm -hmm. So once we finish that, we're going to talk about mm -hmm. the anime and then the live action series. Yeah. Uh, I said I would get my friend on for Toradora if I watch it. So I will at the Fruits yes. Baskets. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty. 
There's going to be plenty of guests. I know I want to do a Code Geass episode. I want to do a, a Hunter x Hunter episode. I want to do a Naruto episode. I want to do a Bleach episode. Especially we should do a Bleach episode in December, seeing as the Bleach supposedly is going to come out in December, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, We will see. I probably won't be in that one. Yeah, so... You know. uh, this will be something that we we're either we're both going to be on it or mm-hmm. one or the other, depending on the anime. <laughs> Yeah, so it'll be more concise. And we'll also we'll use that time as well for news and notes. Um, We'll do news and notes during that one as well so we can focus entirely because, again, we have so much to talk about during the fall season. We'll talk about that exclusively on the first show. Second show will be news and notes, guests, and um, talks with Matthew and I about older anime. And we can maybe even we'll tie in some of the newer anime because I know that's something that... If it's a light day, we'll probably have to say, hey, bring up certain topics you want us to discuss, and then we'll just do it like that. Yes, we always talked about fan questions. We tried submitting it. We didn't really get a lot of take. But you know, hopefully with this new format, um, with people from our group, with people outside of the group, if you reach out to us, um, definitely we can try and make that happen. I want people, if possible, I know majority of people have Instagram. Some don't, like Matthew, for example. He doesn't have Instagram. But um, we're going to do our plugs a little bit early for this one here because if you want to be on our show, if you want to have a, a, a fan question or anything, reach out to us on Twitter. Um, you're Damien uh, Phoenix what? Um, Damien, Damien Phoenix 12. Uh, I am going to most likely make to Twitter tomorrow if nothing happens. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you can reach out to Matthew there. You can reach out to me at showstopper24, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. You can reach out to me on um, on the, uh, what's it called? On my analyst.co page at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4-9. Um, you can reach out to me there. You can also reach out to us as a whole, even though I'm the one that's managing the Instagram account. But you can reach out to us as a whole on our Instagram at talkthekeki, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I, talkthekeki. We are on Instagram. I have been trying to post. Um, I made a couple posts um, fairly recently in the last couple weeks. So we're trying to get traction on that. You can reach out to us there. Um, I'm also on Instagram at podcast.senpai, as well as my anime Instagram, AI underscore anime 24. Any of those avenues would be perfect for us. Um, We'll be relaying this information to each other. We'll include you in our guest list. Um, And, you know, if if you do reach out to us and want to be on the show, let us know something that you want to talk about to see if there's other people that want to talk about that same topic maybe we can have a whole conglomerate like a whole table of guests for that particular topic or series um we'll see how it goes again we're it's very in flux but we want to be able to get traction on our show we want to be able to get you guys involved and so that's the whole idea of this second show uh for us to be able to try and accomplish that so um see how this goes yeah, we'll do that. And don't worry, uh, opening song is coming. I see him to send me his faff of 50 bucks. Mm. So we can get that guy on Fiverr because our original guy, Bells, disappeared. <laughs> he got uh, Isakai. He got Isakai. He met Truckoon. He at met Truckoon. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. Well, we are going to find someone. Uh, the guy I showed him on Fiverr. It's, uh, so I just, need his, I just need his portion and then we can mm-hmm. get that started. But it is coming. We didn't forget it is coming, just delayed. Yes. It, but it is, in fact, coming. Uh, we want to thank W2M Network for hosting us on our any of your local favorite podcasts, especially mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Uh, iTunes, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank the Chair Show Radio for getting us on iHeartRadio and other mm-hmm. local, year of your favorite local podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is it. Summer is officially over. We will see you next week as we review Where the House Husband Part 2 and 
wherever fall animes are out. So until then, arigato, anato ofaku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan!